Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. And at that moment, the sky was rent. And my head leaned back and I screamed towards the sky, Ella, Ella, lama sabachthini, which means, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? In this case, my mixer, my mixer, why have you forsaken me? For those who have knowledge should know that I have reached my hands into the depths of brokenness and used the wires of understanding and righteousness to put back together this raging piece of shit that I call the Alex Cast. Because you cannot petition the Lord with prayer. I'm going to stop screaming now. It's nearly 9 o'clock at night. and I'm sure my upstairs uh, uh, landlord will not be too pleased with my screaming of strange things. I don't know. But look, the thing is, everything's broken. I can't... I went on, I tried going on Skype, and there's like this clicking, horrible noise. But I can listen to Iron Maiden. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I got nothing. So I'm not going to record an episode. I am going to record an episode. It's just something I recorded a couple weeks ago. This is uh, this is essentially the intro to the, the recent episode of the Whatcast. You can find them at uh, uh, it's the Whatcast.lipson.com. They're on Twitter at the Whatcast. They're on Facebook.com/slash/TheWhatcast. I guess um, whatever, just find them. It's, they're good people. Mateo and Mike. You've heard me talk about them before. But I was on the show to talk about the devil, and that's why we're opening with this awesome Iron Maiden riff. Yes. But I don't know how long this equipment's going to hold out for, so go to alexcast.com. There's a PayPal link. If you like this show, and I know a few of you do, and I know the names of some of you that I happen to know are upwardly fucking wealthy, which I don't know if that's the phrase, but I know some of you have money. I need that money because I have to buy a new mixer because the backup mixer I had just isn't working. It goes in, like, one channel, and it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not working. Let's face it. Between you and me, we're going to have to face this fact. So I'm going to need to figure out some shit here. And that shit is going to be... That shit's going to be... Righteous. Sure. Why the fuck not? End all be all. Go to alexcast.com. Click on the book section. If you all buy like 10 copies of my book and give them to your friends and family, I'll be able to afford some new equipment. And this isn't one of those ones where I'm like, oh, you know, it would be nice. Like... This is like, uh, I'm not going to do the show anymore. Like, this is not like a threat. This is a, I can't afford to buy stuff. Like, the, the, I wish, I might take a picture of the way the studio set up right now. It's sitting on the couch next to me, and I can't move. Because I have to have one hand on the mixer so it doesn't move. Because something blew out inside. So, I can't actually do any kind of good output. I can't, I can't, as I'm saying, I can't Skype. Uh, well, I can Skype, I just can't record it. So if anybody wants me on their show, I'm still available as a guest. Um, yeah, so this is a fucking mess. So go there, help me out, give me PayPal donations. I know usually I'm like, oh, click an Amazon link before you shop on Amazon. Yeah, that, that's all well and good. But seriously, guys, like, I, I, I need to purchase new equipment. I don't have any money. I was just telling at Ray Taylor today. You should, by the way, check him out, at Ray Taylor. He's the uh, head lord and king of the Inspired Disclosure uh, podcast and collective. Uh, I was telling him that, uh, you know, I, I can't put new stuff on a credit card. Like, I'm still paying off food I bought at the commissary in college. I've never had enough money to pay more than, like, five bucks above a minimum payment. I'm never paying back credit cards. I don't have any room on credit cards. 
help your friend Alex out. I'm looking at you, upwardly mobile. Ooh, that's the phrase. But that's not the right phrase, though. Wealthy person that I'm friends with. Go to facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. They're the only actual ad I have. Uh, they sponsor the show. They're lovely. Um, I, I, would, I would lift them up in my arms and hold them uh, like a suckling babe because they are so great. In fact, I'm going to play a little song to describe just how great they are. Facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. Facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. Because I don't remember if I said the PDX the first time. Go. Support them. Alexcast.com. Click the PayPal link. Click the books link. Click the Amazon link. There's like a million ways to help me. But the, the thing is, if you're listening to this, if you're within the sound of my voice, I need help. I'm going to stop talking now. Enjoy this episode of the Alex... What cast? Oh, it's tough because we both have cast in it. The Wattex cast. Come on down to the standard. 14 Northeast 22nd. 14 Northeast 22nd. Northeast Portland. Conveniently in America. Perfect. So, guys, the devil. Yes, I call him father. <laughs> I call him papa. Yes. So I, I looked up that, uh, I, I remember you sent me a message like a week or two ago about the uh, endothermic, exothermic health Oh, thing. did you find that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Have, have you heard of that, Mateo? No, I haven't. It, a teacher had a, um, he gave out a homework assignment to have his students figure out if hell is exothermic or endothermic, and they had to support their answers with proof. Uh, he was a thermodynamics professor. Um, uh, uh, just <clears throat> a quick thing, because um, if my audience is listening, they will need this. Exothermic means it loses heat. Endothermic means it keeps heat in. <laughs> no offense, my audience. I just, I'm sure some of you didn't know what those words meant. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so basically everyone in the class took it at face value and uh, wrote about Boyle's Law or something like that. Um, but there was one student who went on this whole thing about if souls exist, then they would have to have mass. And if they have mass, they would have to, have, they would take up space. So then he's thinking, what are the, what's the rate that souls are moving in, <clears throat> excuse me, moving into hell and is hell expanding at the same rate that the souls are going in. And then he starts think, contemplating who goes to hell. And then if, if we take a look at a lot of modern re religions that have a belief in hell, they also have a belief that if you don't follow that religion, then you're doomed to hell. So by that logic, everybody's going to hell. Yeah. And so if everybody's going to hell, then you've got to look into the birth rate and how many people are born each year, how many people die each year. And you have to consider the rate that hell would expand. And um, so basically, if hell's expanding at a slower rate than the rate that souls are entering, then the temperature and pressure in hell would increase and if they were, uh, <laughs> if if hell was expanding faster than the souls were entering, then the temperature and pressure would decrease. And the joke was that the, the, if it's so hot, all hell would break loose, and if it gets so cold, hell would freeze over. But it's it's a, uh, I guess there was debate as to whether or not it was real, and it turns out that it was a real thing. Oh, wow. Even if it's not real, it's a fucking brilliant thing somebody yeah, wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a clever dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I. That's one of those clever people that like kind of bother me on a little bit of a level because sometimes yeah. you see people being clever and you're like, you know, I probably could have thought of that. 
but I never, never would have occurred to me to go that way. And it's like, damn it. Yeah. That guy just wins. Like, there's no, I don't even yeah. have a fucking hypothetical fight. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. He just wins. Yeah, there's just nothing you can do. It's like, it's the same thing I do with, like, anytime you do this hypotheticals, could you beat a uh, UFC lightweight or whatever? It's like, no, I just, they just win. There's no, <laughs> there's no anything about this. It's just, they win and that's it. There's no, there's no fun. There's no, there's no option. There's no, aside from sudden onset heart attack. No, they just win. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking up stuff for the show, I came across a lot of, a lot of cases of people selling their soul to the devil for shit. What do you, what's your guys' opinion on that? Well, uh, what, the selling your soul? Yeah, actually uh, making up binding contracts. Because there's cases to where people have kept the physical contract and they, they don't exist anymore. But, you know, decades later, they had this contract supposedly signed. Here's this one case. I, I, I found that it's mostly religious people who fucking do this, like bishops. and. Well, they're pope. the ones that have his number. That's very true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, he, just, the, he actually had this document with a signature of, I think, five different demons on it. And then the signature of the demon who did the writing and all that weird shit. But it just Well the thing is though that, that it's all they are are signatures. I mean you could just have some drunk asshole and be like, Hey, can you sign this paper mm-hmm. as fucking Lord Belial, please? Thank you. Yeah. Hey, you know, Sean, you're Azatoth now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you said none of these I uh, Mateo, I'm I'm happy you bring this up because I've I've never heard of their being a physical document. So none of these documents are existent anymore? I don't think so. I'm going to pull up the article that I, I read it on right now, so I'll tell you. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you. They ha- it has a list of the, the names of the demons who signed the document and all everything. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I, it's yeah, I, I suppose yeah, interesting is a weird word because it's also bullshit. Like, if if they don't exist anymore, then it's the same thing as, like, weirdly enough, every time we found bones of giants, uh, yeah, the bones went missing. You know, and now for some reason, every time we find, uh, you know, if we find a demon contract, uh, yeah, we used to have it. That puts my that puts my skeptic, fl- you know, uh, fucking cackles up, which. Yeah, uh, that's not I a generally phrase. feel cackles. the same way. And one thing that was interesting that I found that kind of challenged that is that that jeez, uh, I think it was the stump case, Mike, to where the, the article that was written out of all the circulation that that article did, there's only two in existence. To this day, there's one in really, yeah, there's one in the British Museum, and then there's one in some like uh, shit, I think it's like a printing press museum or something like that. But yeah, this out of all that, how widely spread that was because it was originally a British article and then it went to Germany or started in Germany, then Britain ran the article like the same year. So, so it was, it was around, but there's only two copies of that thing in existence. But the guy I'm talking about is Father Urban. Uh, Griandier, born in 1590, died uh, 1634. But uh, I'll I'll send you a picture of that as well. Do you guys both want to see that? Yeah, I definitely like to yes. see it. Uh, yeah, but it's, it has this written contract and all these markings, and it's it's very interesting. No, what's uh, okay? Well, let me let me be confused for a second. One, what was this stump case? Sorry, I I, I think I missed that one. Mike, you know that better than I. Yeah, it was. A werewolf from he was known as the werewolf of Burgundy. Oh, okay, and, I know completely uh, what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, I remember okay. this. So, oh, so you're saying there's only out of all those newspaper articles, there's only two that are hanging out. Yeah. Uh, okay, I see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's something that was well documented. Everybody pretty much knew about it, and but it's still you know, shit gets fucked up in time. So that's kind of I kind of will consider that more now. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yeah, because that's you know probably I don't know what distribution was back then, but you can probably say what a cup five hundred copies maybe like. Yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But on the other one is if <clears throat> if we've heard about this document, the 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 sales slip for this guy's soul. And we knew that existed, like, you know, like it was already kind of a relic at one point, you know, because like it was yeah. a special thing. And then if it, yeah, it's it's interesting. That's cool though, super interesting. I sent the the link to the article, and it's number six on the list. And I sent the picture, and it has that has the, the article, a little write up about the dude. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, taking a look at it right now, actually, and I'm looking at these things. And it just uh, looks a lot like doodles that I would do in my notebooks at school. Same here. Just like cool little symbols and be like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking demon name right there. Now, what is what is this picture that I'm looking at? Where is this from? That's a, the, the contract. Oh, I think. Oh, OK, I, I've been working on the. So the the contract is still around. Yeah, I guess so. But uh that's, right, that's I what I was think, saying. I, I thought the contract had disappeared. OK, no, I think by I think in modern times. I don't think it exists now, from what I understand. Okay. It's all it's but, all been it's all locked away. But uh, they did have it's been photographed. Within. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So at some point it, it went on a scanner or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, looking at this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there's for the audience at home. Uh, I don't know if you guys have like a little spot you can post pictures. You might want to post this, but yeah. There's like It'll, it will be in the show notes. One of the, the show notes, yeah. One of the one, like a couple of the the drawings seem to have um, pitchforks incorporated yeah. into it, which is a little like. Well, it's because they're demons, Alex. Come on. I know, but you would think that real demons wouldn't exist in the hell that fucking some fiction writer invented. You know, that's exactly. that's well, that's, that's Dante. That's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong, Alex. <laughs> yeah, my mistake. Yeah. Well, one interesting about about this uh, one interesting thing. Sorry, fucking asshole. I'm an asshole. One interesting thing no, about not. this document is that this document was found by the courts mid-trial while trying to convict this dickhead of witchcraft practices and shit. So yeah. this completely was most likely a forgery. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is this writing? Do they do they know what that is? It looks backwards. It's it's backwards Latin. Oh, it's backwards Latin. Okay, I was gonna say uh, the backwardsness is weird. Yeah, um... But as far, it's just as far as somebody being... I mean, I'm pretty sure that if people have say they've been <clears throat> contacted by the devil to enter service or trade something, I'm sure if that's really happening, there's a billion demons that are going to say they're Satan. But what do you guys think about that in general? Some Something like that presenting itself, if by summoning or just just by coincidence? Well, here's the thing. If it's claiming to be Satan then I think it's somebody either crazy or getting their mythology mixed up. Because if you're going by Satan, then at no point is Satan ever identified as being the devil. And anytime he's in the Bible, it's always... Um, he Satan is uh, tra translates into the adversary or the accuser. And in Israeli folklore, he was sent to patrol the earth looking for those who would go against God and he would judge them. And in the book of Job, he was referenced as talking to God and, and God references 
that Satan patrols the earth, so he must be aware of his servant Job, who's, you know, like the greatest guy ever. So then Satan starts questioning, like, well, if if he is so faithful to you, would he be faithful to you if you took away everything that you've given him? So that starts the whole thing. For those that don't know the book of Job, it's basically this guy who's super faithful to God. Satan has starts getting God questioning whether this guy is really faithful. So God tells Satan he can do whatever he wants so long as he doesn't harm Job. So he kills his family, has his cows taken away, his house is destroyed. And puts him through the ringer. Yeah. So then Satan's like, well, all right, he still believes in you, but it's because you haven't done anything to him. So then God sends the plague on him. But he, in that role, um, he's playing someone who's just kind of basically overzealous for God's reputation. Well, he's, he's uh, if I can draw an analogy, he's the prosecuting attorney. He's, he yeah, works, exactly. God being the state, he's the, pros- like, he's God's buddy. He works for God. He's the, you know, he's, he's an angel that, but he's got the shit job. Like, he's the one that's got to go fuck with the mortals. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the thing with, with Satan and, and getting confused with Lucifer and the devil, um, it kind of happened after the uh, Jewish priests met with uh, Persian Zoroastrians. Is that how you say Zoroastrians? Yeah, Zoroastrians. Yeah. Or yeah. you could say Mithraists, uh, which is slightly easier to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, they, they would interact with them regularly, and they got the idea, a lot of the ideas that we see now in the Bible and also in the, the Torah – uh, of the resurrection of the dead for final judgment, the idea of predestination, um, the belief between the end times being a battle between good and evil, and then the the idea of a figure who is actually the enemy of God. And this can be, I mean, this this whole thing between the the uh, enemy of God, it's it's seen in several religions before. Judaism and Christianity and, and all that. Well, Zoroastrianism like we, is, is, that's what we say, at least when I was in college, unless something new has been uh, learned. When I was in college, we were taught that that's where the first kind of, you know, polar religious system is, that there's kind of a good God and a bad God, mm-hmm. and they're fighting yeah. with Zoroastrianism. Yeah. Right. So it, it came it came from them, and then, the like, the idea of Ahura Mazda and Akraman, you know, that, Angra that Manu. whole thing. Sorry. I'd What's say, that? Angra Manu. Yeah. Is uh, I oh. uh, in my first book I actually have a poem which references both of them like uh, that's oh, uh, yeah it's just a it's a story I've liked for a while <laughs> nice yeah so they believe the Zoroastrians like you said they believe two gods one well one evil one good and the the Jewish priests asked like they were questioning why if God is is the ultimate good why did he create evil and then so this idea came up that he didn't create evil there's two gods. And they're polar opposites. Yeah. But the uh, the role of Satan can he he even in um, the New Testament, if if you're following the the story of Jesus, he tempted Jesus, and um, his role was to make sure that Jesus was really going to fulfill the prophecy that he was set out for, and um, Jesus even references him references Satan in the role of the accuser at the Last Supper when he tells his He's basically telling his disciples that they're going to fall away from each other after his death. And he says that Satan has demanded his right to test you and separate the wheat from the chaff. So that right, I mean, right there, he's spelling it, spelling it out. It's, it's 
his right. He's the accuser, and he's going to test them all. Yeah, That's so a great if a observation. Demon, yeah, so if a demon shows up claiming to be Satan, you, yeah, Mike, you're right. It's like, yeah, you just didn't read the book very carefully, so obviously you're yeah. lying to me right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, for me, I used to think that it was such a uncommon thing for something to refer to itself as the devil, as Satan himself, but the more I research... Not so much like ghosts or demons, but human interactions with ghosts or demons. That's pretty much the the norm. They just all claim to be the devil himself. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Actually, it's funny the way you first said that. It's actually because the devil is a thing. Satan is more in English would be the Satan. It literally mm-hmm. is like yeah. it's a job title. It, it is like prosecuting attorney. It, it's yeah. like so to say I am Satan would be like I am garbage man or. I am lawyer. Like you're, you're missing the indefinite article. Like it's, it's yeah. So it's not, it's not a proper name. It's not a capital. I mean, maybe it's capital S, but I don't know if you're capitalized lawyer. But it's not a guy. It's a, it's a job position. But it's inter- You know, it's it's inter- I don't know about the guy that you were talking about before, Mateo, about the, the, that actually signed the contract. But you know, if you look at what's his name, Robert Johnson. Oh yeah, that's so a he, great. That's a great case. So he goes. Robert Johnson is this kind of shitty guitar player, and goes to the crossroads and summons the, up the devil and then well, you see he was instructed by somebody who i can't i couldn't find any inf- information on but he was instructed to go to any crossroad well that's the old that's the old story yeah that was just an old that's the old way of summoning a demon is you go to a crossroad because that's where spirits are confused so that's where evil happens hmm. is is crossroads so you go to you go to the crossroads and you know summon up yourself a demon and apparently he summoned the devil sells his soul to the devil, it becomes the best guitar player in the world. And to everybody that knew him, to all accounts, he was kind of a shitty guitar player. Not shitty, but like he was just like, eh, he can play the guitar. And then after this happens, like in the course of like, I forget what it is. I, I think three years is the number in my head, but I don't, I don't remember. I believe so. Is he comes back and all of a sudden he's literally the best guitar player on the planet. Literally, even to this day, I think... There's been tons of lists of the best in the world, which don't mean shit to me, and I think that's dumb to do when it comes to art, but uh, he's at least top five on almost every list of best guitar players in the world, and that's like pick a destiny shit. Yeah, that's it, so that's the one that, because I think, I mean, with, with Mike brings up a great point, is saying I'm from the devil is just like, yeah, you're, you're saying you're from Moby Dick, or you're saying you're from the fucking Dubliners. Like, that's a fictional character <laughs> from books that happened years after the source material. I mean, that's most of that shit's from Dante, like the Divine Comedy. But, mm-hmm. like... And a lot of the other, like, a lot of the references as well in, are, like, confusing Beelzebub, which, who was a Phoenician god, and um, Leviathan. And Lucifer. And, yeah, and and Lucifer and the idea of Lucifer, which a lot of the the Lucifer mythos, I guess, is from books that aren't even in the Bible. Yeah, it also comes from, and that's another one that comes from pre, that's from the Persians as well. That's Lucifer's. Uh, I think it's Neptune. It's it's one of the stars in the sky. Is is what Lucifer actually means. That's why he's the the fallen yeah, star. So Venus. Look, oh, it's Venus. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah, the lowest. It means the morning star. Yeah. Yeah, the one that led this. That's why the three wise men were actually sent to kill baby Jesus. Because the it other was weird Lucifer. Thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other weird thing is that Jesus actually is, in in some writings, referred to as the morning star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as Lucifer, like because Lucifer means morning star, and and Jesus. Yeah, it's, but, it, uh, I think the interesting thing that gets lost here, and one, it's a lot of the. 
a lot of stuff we're referencing isn't in the Bible as we understand it. Like, go to the store and pick up a Bible. But also, what's what's odd for us to be talking about this now in the in the 21st century is that, and it's kind of weird because we've not known a world like this. But like early Christians, like not even all that early, tell the truth. Let me take that back. Like, well after the adoption of Christianity uh, by the Romans, like uh, it's they knew it was a metaphor. Like, literalist interpretation of the book didn't exist until really fucking recently. Like, I mean, like, 1400s, maybe even, like, I mean, really recently. This whole, the Bible's the literal truth, no one believed that. The whole point with these were, these were metaphorical stories, and they thought they were true, but the stories were, were told in a metaphor, so the point gets across. It was readily understood, and it just became this weird thing, and I wish I knew the dates better, but... It became literalist, like this whole the earth is only X number of years old. They thought that, but not in the way that people nowadays that like shit in evolution go, no, it's 6,000 years old. Like, it wasn't like that. They thought that because they didn't have any evidence. Like, they didn't know how to make it older. So they just tried to go, well, I guess the earth is like this many years old, you know, based on the counting of the, the begots in, in Genesis. So <laughs> the, the, it's just the weirdness of it, of the... Trying to trying to say like oh this this actual guy or this actual guy or the story that happened is such a modern thing that people like from the past like when these stories were like you know first kind of around or even three hundred years later they wouldn't understand what we're talking about because they'd be like no dude it's the morning star they just mean you are guided by a star so if you're guided by a good star like Jesus or you're guided by a bad star like somebody else it's the easiest metaphor ever. But if you're taking it literally, now all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, how can we have one guy called this thing, but the other guy is good and he's called this thing? And then there's the other dude, but if you understand like the like the ancients did, that it was just it was all a metaphor, it's actually really it's not all that confusing and you know, you don't need I mean it's confusing, but you don't need it to be laid out in front of you because it's like, oh okay, yeah, that's just what they're trying to get across, you know. Be groovy, don't kill people. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 a weird thing to take, but if you look at it like historically, it's not that like here's a fun thing. The Earth. You know how uh, they always thought it was flat? <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Never. No one ever thought uh, it was flat. Like, literally, no one ever thought it. It came from, like, it came from, like, after Columbus, all that shit. Like, it, it, it was, I think it was some satirical guy that was writing about the past. And somebody just caught on. The people, like, it became this, it was like an internet meme before the internet that everybody thought that. But, like, the Greeks knew it was round. The, the Egyptians knew it was round. The Romans knew it was round. Like, everybody knew it was round until... I just, at some point, I just assume sometime in the dark ages, it just, we rewrote history to say it was flat, but like, you would have, you would have gotten your ass laughed at you. Like, like Columbus didn't sail to prove the earth round. It never had, that never happened. It's just this weird shit that we tell each other. So another one that's just, sorry to go back to, you know, Lucifer, Morningstar, Satan, all the shit. It's just, we're defining stuff, but in this weird level of like this modern terminology where we're trying to get the specifics of something that was never meant to be specific, you know? Well, yeah, I definitely can appreciate that. Just me and Mike were talking about how Ancient Aliens is mostly good for the historical shit that they, they pull out. And that's one thing that they pulled out was just like how there's technologies that existed for thousands of years that stopped existing and then were rediscovered. And that alone says a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, Damascus Steel is a great example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the best steel ever. I, I think maybe we can beat it now, but like when I, I remember in the eighties, it was true that we couldn't make steel as good as Damascus steel. Yeah. And they figured that shit out in 
you know, whatever the fuck year that was. I, I'm terrible at dates. <laughs> is tungsten steel stronger than Damas- Damascus? By the only thing I know about Damascus steel is that in like 1987, it was true that it was the strongest steel around. I have no hmm. fucking, I know nothing about, uh, I I know there's a term stainless. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, just, I have no fucking idea. I just, I just remember, and I know Damascus is kind of wavy lined. And in the Game of Thrones, they refer to uh, it as Valerian steel. Yep. But anyway, so Robert Johnson uh, starts playing amazing guitar. That's weird to me because it's well, one yeah, thing to say you sold your soul, but to have provable, like if you say, you know, the, the old thing, like uh, if you've ever heard that thing, Carl Sadin talks about it, of like the invisible dragon in the garage where like you can say yeah. Yeah, invisible dragon. It's like, well, where is it? You can't see it. Well, can I touch it? No, it's also you can't touch it. Can you see? Can you blah, 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 blah. And the, the, the onus of proof is on the person claiming to have a dragon. But if you go, I have a dragon in my garage, and you go, oh, yeah, prove it, and then your garage catches fire and a winged fucking serpent flies out, <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, that's given a lot of evidence to your garage once having a dragon in it. So Robert Johnson walks to a crossroad and then all of a sudden is the best guitarist ever. That's fucking freaky. Like, that lends a little bit of credence to the, oh, shit, there actually might be a little something to this. Yeah, that's one thing I love about his case is that it, the entire he died at 27. His death was kind of fishy and shitty i guess he was the 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 story that most people go with is that he was seeing a married woman and the the most i can get out of it is that she fixed him a drink or brought him a drink and apparently it was poisoned by her husband who was magically there and he died from poisoning but nobody knows he just fucking dropped at 27 but he, he was asked how did you get so good because in the world of playing you know, guitar back then, I think you're almost right, Alex, by saying he was kind of shitty. He was kind of shitty. So he was asked, what the fuck happened, dude? And he said, I went to a fucking crossroad and summoned the devil. He tuned my guitar. I played it. And I played perfectly. And he said, you'll play like that for the rest of your life for exchange for your soul. He, w- he was asked and said, and that's what happened. Yeah. And Granted, he was young. I mean, 27, he might say that just to fuck with people. I'd probably fucking say that. If somebody said, I heard you sold your soul to your devil to fucking play your drums like that, I'd be like, hell yeah, I did. I had to give him a fucking reach around, too. It was shitty, but listen, let me play it, you know. But that's it's super interesting. There's another case that's just like that about a, a violinist who, like, he was, he was pretty badass, but he started playing when he was uh, five years old. He started writing music at seven and then started performing at 12. His name was Niccolo uh, Paganini. He was born in 1782 and died in 1840. But uh, after all the stuff he did, he did at 16, he su- suffered some type of breakdown and he started drinking and he didn't resurface until he's 22. But when he returned and started playing music, he wrote 24 capris in a year, which is unheard of. That's almost not human. Uh, all the shit he wrote, no one the world over could play it at all. He could play three octaves across four strings in one hand span. If you guys know about music, that's almost physically impossible. To, today, to today's standards, that's literally labeled as impossible to do. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fucked up. That's like uh, one, of, one of the great composers was like that, uh, Beethoven, Bach, one of them. Oh, talking yeah. about how they've got, he, he, he's like one of his secrets with it, he just had monster fucking hands. So he used to take it like big advantage of that to fuck with other pianists. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That definitely could have been it. Yeah, but he was, he was basically doing shit that nobody else could do. I mean, for, for a good solid decade, nobody could even play his songs. Nobody could, you know, cover that dude's songs. But people started saying that, just to, you know, to improve that much, 
while you were in and out of mental hospitals for being arrested for being drunk on the street that he must have sold his soul to the devil. And some people even claim to see the devil help him on stage. Oh, I heard it. Oh, now I remember this guy. He's the fucking best. This is the dude he used to dress in big, long black capes to do his yeah. performances. Yeah, he started like doing fucking Kiss or Marilyn Manson and this shit up. Yeah, he started going on stage dressed in these long black cloaks. and like He was the first yeah. music superstar. Literally the very first person who played music who became that famous i knew his name sounded familiar that, that guy's the shit yeah so he started really playing up the like yes i'm the creature of the dark and he only showed up at night and shit yeah that guy was the best yeah but people believe so much that he had made a pact with the devil to get this super ability that when he died he was denied his last rights and to this day is not buried he was denied a, bur a proper burial and i think like in like 1890 something they finally got the church to take his body and put it in one of their graveyards but they still didn't bury him he's still above ground oh, so that's pe wild. Pe yeah. yeah people definitely took it serious but that's interesting to be 16 and to come back at 22 and this is without a mentor without training this isn't without any type of schooling come back and do shit that nobody's ever done ever and then do shit that nobody can do for another solid decade. I kind of think that saying that he made a deal with the devil is almost acceptable with that type of progress. See, for that one, it's a little bit, I actually can figure that one out better than Robert Johnson because if at 16, you can still grow. Absolutely. So if you take, like, if you ever watched, like, uh, John Jones in the UFC as an example right now, Tyson was another one in the 80s with uh, mm -hmm. boxing, that sometimes somebody shows up that is light years better than everybody else, and it <laughs> takes the world a little bit of time to catch up. And it's it's one of those things, like, it just, it's just for some reason, sometimes people are just that good, and it takes a while. You know, like, it took, I forget which of the big three came first. What was it? Uh, uh, Beethoven was first? Whatever, of the, of the major composers. Like, it took one of them to show up, and he was the one that everybody said, no one's going to be this good. And then, yeah. the, the, like, four years later, three other people that good show up. Two die young. Another one shows up, like, 12 years later. The, all of a sudden, the dam burst. And this happens everywhere. It happens in sport. It happens in music. It happens in literature. I wonder if maybe uh, Paganini got a growth spurt, realized, oh, shit, now my hands are fucking huge. Hey, I wonder if I can hit this span. And the second you realize you can hit a span that no one else can, you you literally have a new instrument no one else has ever played. Absolutely, Mariah yeah. Carey. The span of octaves that she can cover. I mean, I don't I don't particularly I mean, she can sing. I'm not saying she's bad, but I don't listen to that type of music, but the the range of octaves that she can cover is insane. It's inhuman. I know what those words mean, but I I don't, yeah. Well, just how like <laughs> she goes into her whole screaming shit. She can like she can start her lowest note and then go through the 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 scale and start a new octave. I think it's like eight fucking times, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've heard the term that she has an eight octave range, but like I even heard that explained to me. Like someone told me what it was, played me a tape of maybe not her, but you know, and played me it. Said this, explained it again, showed me what it looks like, and then I still just kind of looked at him and go like, yeah, she sings pretty. <laughs> Well, I'm, here, I'm, 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 I'm music we'll dumb. A, a fake musician, dumb idiot, tell you. So if I go, hey, I'm going to start singing for you guys, and I'm going to say, do, re, mi, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, that's my first run. And I'll start again, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, and move up a scale. And I'll move again, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. She can do that eight times before her voice gives out. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the same type of, <laughs> she must have. 
sold her soul to the devil to be able to do that because she's literally just screaming at points but she has control and can apply notes to that which is fucking weird yeah all right so well we proved mariah carey is a is some kind of evil succubus she is a devil worshiper yeah well that's cool um well done guys yeah i think i think we've let's start playing your albums backwards and see what happens oh shit mike don't do that that's a good idea (laughs) though i think she's just a nice little latina girl she's from long island no one from long island associated with the devil Sure. There's a, so, uh, devil stuff. Here's the weirdness. Not the weirdness. How do we, guys, how do we get to Mariah Carey and we're trying to talk about the devil? I'll no, do... that's not really too far of a stretch. Yeah. If it, if it makes you feel any better, um, not feeling better, but by means of explanation is I'm on the show. So it just, this, this is what <laughs> it's, it, these are things that happen. Um, but I've taken, I've taken a thing now that I realized that since I derail everything I ever touch, I write down where we were. Um, What's odd about the Bible, amongst many other things, the Old Testament doesn't even really have an afterlife, and it certainly doesn't have heaven and hell. It's got a shield, like it's, you know, kind of like the Greek afterlife, where it's just like shadowy people just kind of walking around looking at stuff. And the New Testament doesn't really have it either. Like it sort of does. Like it says kingdom of heaven. And they make a reference to throwing it on that that big body, that pile of bodies in Jerusalem that they burned everybody on. Um, somebody help me. Uh, not Golgotha. Not Golgotha. Do either of you know Gehenna. what I'm talking? Gehenna. Gehenna. Um, the only time there's a the <clears throat> the fiery place is referenced in the Bible, at least Jesus saying it. He's talking about Gehenna, which is essentially like the uh, the the garbage pile in in Jerusalem. So it's like it just stinks like ass. It's like the worst place ever that you could possibly imagine. So he kind of references instead of because they throw the paupers' bodies on that pile. So if he says this, it, like what he's describing, at least my interpretation, my interpretation seems pretty fucking straightforward because it seems like what he's saying. But who knows with translation? But it sounds like you either go to the kingdom of heaven or you just die and they toss you on the fucking they throw you in a you know potter's field to use the modern term. Like there's no eternal suffering from what I could find in the New Testament, which is kind of weird because. You know, again, that's, you know, one of the kind of major things that I grew up with being, being growing up Catholic. Um, it certainly like a major thing. And the other being Satan fell from heaven and runs hell. And the only reference to that from from what I could find is like there. It kind of makes it sound like it hasn't happened yet. Hmm. Like, well, in, in Ephesians, it actually says that Satan was sent to one of the lower rings or, or Lucifer, I guess was sent to one of the lower rings of heaven. He was just kind of, like, demoted. Oh, yeah? Because the, yeah. one, the one that I found was... Uh, I, of course, I didn't write it down. I actually took a note, and I... Um, did I? Well, the one, the one that I found uh, said uh, uh, that he, he, um, he will be cast, not he has been. Uh, yeah, I think there's... Um, isn't a lot of that stuff in, in the book of Revelation? Yeah, a lot of it's Revelation, which, one, everybody should know is completely misinterpreted and should be not be taken with any kind of literally... Uh, we've talked about this one of the last times I was on the show. Yeah. Is the yeah. entire point, it's a political fucking treatise about, about Rome. It's, 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 not, it's, it's just called a revelation so they didn't get fucking hung or crucified. But aside from that, I know Matthew made a reference to it, and... Yeah, I I, that's the only one I can think of. Either I just I just found it weird that essentially the afterlife concepts that I was raised on, essentially, and by raised on I mean I went to a big fucking place with a bunch of pews and a guy that taught this shit stood up at an altar and told me stuff. 
isn't in the fucking book that it's supposed to be from. Like it, yeah. it, that's 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 weird to me because it's not like just like an idiot like me getting confused and like oh I got the Divine Comedy confused with religion. I get that. But when a dude in fancy fucking robe says it as if like what the fuck happened? How did this? I just I I'm this is where I'm baffled. This is where my devil thing is baffling. Of how are they teaching shit that's from the wrong fucking book? It'd be like like if because if, it fits the narrative. But yep. it's it's but it's it's all right. So but parts of parts of uh, Star Wars would fit in in Harry Potter. If I'm talking about the the fucking Deathly Hollows and I say it's on Hoth, it makes no sense. Like you can't pull in another fucking <laughs> another series. It's weird. But well, you, you, but the way they're doing it is to maintain control and maintain power. So what better way to do that by instilling fear? If if you don't do what we tell you, then there's this place called hell and you'll burn for eternity because we are the truth. And if you go against the truth, then you're damned. Like what better way to keep people in check than threaten them with eternal damnation? Yeah, I think that was going on a lot more than what people think, especially with like Nero and the whole changing of the main religion. He got to write what the fuck the religion was at that point. Oh, it's that Constantine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nero, Nero was the guy that, well, he didn't, but he's the one known for burning Rome down, playing the film. Yeah. yeah. Which didn't happen, by the way. Another one. I'm going to edit that out so I don't sound dumb, you guys. Man, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, look, if you want, if you want, let's, let's make everybody feel stupid. To be fair, Constantine didn't either. Constantine, that whole seeing a vision of the cross on the battlefield, it's an invention after his death. It didn't happen. He he decided to convert because he thought he could get uh, he thought he could get the Christians on his side because uh, mm-hmm. they were going to war. That whole paint a paint uh, uh, paint this symbol on your shield and no harm will come to you. That yeah. thing that didn't happen. If you look at uh, paintings of the the battle of that that battle that supposedly the you know paint the blah blah blah. He sees the symbol in the sky. Look at paintings from the time. There's no crosses on their shield. That's a later story that they just put on it because it was just, it's the same as like 200 years before where, you know, somebody was like, all right, well, I like worshiping Neptune. And the next guy's like, yeah, I'm a Pluto man. Like it was, that was, that's because Romans didn't want to freak out. So it's like, yeah, we're just Christians now. Wasn't a big deal. It wasn't this big like revelation, but that's the story that gets handed to us. But like, if you talk to historians, they're like, yeah, no, it didn't actually happen. Like, yeah, and that's like, look, here, we'll show you this painting that was done 50 years later. Notice there's no crosses on their shields or cross in the sky. You know, the major fucking part of that story. So anyway, what I'm saying, Mateo, is don't feel bad because all of history is just horse shit that we idiots believe until we actually hear like people that go to school for it tell us everything we know is wrong, but they're boring. So we don't know about it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's why Ancient Aliens works. It's we want sexy things <laughs> yeah. that like that, like distills everything to a really understandable chunk. You know, it, it takes me having, you know, ostensibly, you know, no family or friends so I can watch a lot of fucking really hardcore documentary and, and lectures from schools that I can learn these things. <laughs> but I can't expect everybody else to have the amount of time that I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of that amount of time. I wish I had that amount of time. Yeah, the time's nice. The soul crushing loneliness, not so much. Don't worry. It's a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know dude i've been a, a lifelong insomniac and there's been plenty of times where i've just been like looking at the clock and it's like 3 35 and I, I i'll admit i just will walk to my wife's side of the bed and push her and sit back down and she'll be like what's going on i'm like hey what are you doing <laughs> what's going on you wait <laughs> that shit sucks i'm like cool yeah youtube that was great somebody say a word <laughs> i haven't spoken in seven hours 
Yeah, that's that's the one. Back that really when gets I used you. to live by myself, I used to. I mean, I there were times I'd go days without talking. Yeah, yeah that's I the one that starts freaking me out a little bit. Is the going to days? One time I realized that uh, it, it had been like over a month since I touched a person. And I was like, oh, this is this is not good. Like, this is how serial killers are made. Like, you can't, because there's one of those things of, like, it just for some reason, it's just one of those, like, weird runs of, like, I didn't run into anybody that I'm on hug basis with and just didn't run into any handshakers. It's like, oh, this is weird. Okay, I really need to cure this, like, immediately. <laughs> there were no accidental bumps. Oh, well, I'm sure that. But, you know, what I'm saying, like, the actual, like, uh, intentional, you know, whatever, uh, signs of friendship kind of thing. Yeah. But gotcha. yeah, uh, though, um, I don't, I should, let me take that back since we've been talking about hell this whole time. I would never hurt anybody. So everybody at home that doesn't know me, <laughs> I swear I'm a pacifist. I don't, I don't even, I honestly don't, I wouldn't punch anybody. So don't, don't worry. I, I would guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I think, I think more people would agree with him than me. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's weird. So the, the, all right. So there's this concept you know, the church takes on because they want to control people. Got that. Makes sense to me. I, it just, I mean, I guess yeah, I'm just being too, I'm being too fucking literal. I guess it's just like, we just rewrite the fucking book then. Like, it just, I, I just, agree. It, 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 it's so weird. I mean, I guess because they did it back when all the masses were in Latin and like the, the regular people didn't understand what the fuck was going on. So yeah, they just accept what the priest said. So it's kind of easier. Yeah. I think all the things that, I think all the things that control people are specifically designed and count on people being lazy. Everything. Yeah, definitely. Religion, medicine, anything. How many people do you think no longer have possession of their souls because they didn't read the terms and conditions and they just scroll down, check the box, and hit accept? Yep. There was... they're, they're giving these corporations the right to their firstborn and their asshole. Wasn't that... <laughs> Okay, that's that's a lot worse than soul. I was just thinking, but there was a story. <laughs> there was a story I'm trying to think of that somebody got in trouble for doing that years ago. That they slipped in some kind of joke in the terms of service. Yeah, I remember I, hearing about. I don't that. remember what it was, but it, I don't think it was as serious as like you know we agree to give you your immortal soul or whatever. But uh, it was something like that, and people flipped the fuck out because no one ever reads the terms of service. So it was up for like a year before anybody noticed. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I was. Here's something I think about sometimes too. Like I'm. I'm reasonably sure you can't just give your soul away jokingly, like, um, you know, or accidentally click on something. And like, I don't think it's something you can be tricked into. I think you have to be heart and soul into it, assuming there is a soul and assuming you, you have the ability to give it away. But I am slightly I, concerned. I agree. I remember one time I gave my soul to this girl as a joke because this is back when I was kind of atheist. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Now that I kind of believe in it a little bit, I really <laughs> hope that doesn't work that way. Can I get that back? Yeah. Well, from I, what I understand, I've heard a lot of people say it's not yours to give anyway, so don't worry about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, who the fuck is it? You're in the clear. Whoever made you. Not physically, but whoever gave well, you. Well, what if your soul really is you, though? Like, w w that'd be like saying, I'm giving myself away. Yeah. Like, like what would they do? You know, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be weird if I sat and I just collapsed and I was just in a vegetative coma for the rest of life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck. That works. You know? Like, yes, I would I would love to play Doom 3. Let me just click this Terms of Service. <laughs> it's legions of nerds are lying on the ground in front of their fucking computer. Mountain Dew bottles just spewed on the floor. <laughs> and then id Software just owns vast swarms of souls. That's another thing that doesn't make sense about this. Like, all right, so let's 
pretend that the weird guy in pajamas versus guy with a beard fight is the one that's happening, even though it's there's no textual evidence and it's I mean, it's just dumb. But even the character of Satan in that one, and I'm saying Satan as the guy, the guy in red pajamas, like the, the weird way we view the world, the Simpsons view of the universe, his story still doesn't make sense on a narrative level. Now, this might be like me, like the writer coming in, but what you're doing is setting up a fight that you can't win from a position that you're already serving a guy. So he's in hell torturing sinners, right? Why would you do that if you're in a fight with the guy that put him there? Sinners should be your best friends. Yeah. If you're fighting God, who's the good guy, why would you torture the people that are, by definition, not doing God's will, not, not doing his work? Exactly. They're sent there because of the rules God put in place. So that doesn't make any sense. So how would you fight a guy? Like, it's either, how would you fight a guy that somehow is still making you torture people that are essentially on your side? So right there, you can't. It'd be stupid. You've already lost the war. Or if you do have the ability to fight them, it's your choice to torture people. Well, then it's a shitty strategy. It's just <laughs> you're, you're killing your own troops. It's, it's pointless. The narrative doesn't make sense. No, it it doesn't. That's always been my thing with it too. Like, why if if you're on his side, why would he torture you? And then you you ask anyone who believes in it, and it's because it's just because he's evil, and and he tricks you into thinking he's the way, but he revels in your torment and punishment, and you know, just stuff that's been perpetuated forever. But that still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like no, it doesn't. It, I, that, well, that, that's what the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just what it's, I just, it's, it just, it's, it's inexplicable to me because even if that's like, even if he is just the world's biggest dick or the universe's biggest dick and he just revels in, in, in torturing souls, why would God let him hang out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what an asshole, you know? Like, both of them are assholes then, you know? Like, why would God let that guy be there? Like, God should run hell. There shouldn't be a fucking dude that's taking pleasure out of this. If you're supposed to be a just God, what's just about that? It's not like it's not like the dude that's flicking the switch on the on the electric chair is giggling. I mean, it's supposed to be a solemn occasion, not like ooh, I'll poke you in the ass with a pitchfork. Tee-hee. Yeah, I like the. Um, we were talking earlier about the um, the story of Satan of his fall, not even being in the Bible, and it's done from it. God, dude. Do either of you remember which book it's from? Like the, is it the Book of Enoch? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's the book. It's referenced in the Bible, but it's referenced as something that hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, the the whole story of a renegade band of angels that gathered together. My understanding is that's from Enoch, which I've tried to read, and it's it's as boring as the rest of it. So I just I, I, I I've never got the I've word. read it. And I totally agree. I fucking literally couldn't even almost take anything from it. It was so fucking boring. Oh, boy. Yeah, really. It's sacredtext.com, guys. Go to Sacred Text. Hey, that's where yeah. I got it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, isn't that a fucking... I want to get their... Was it CD-ROM thing? They want, like, a couple hundred bucks for it, but it's every fucking ancient writing they have on disc. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, it's just... I, I Yes, and not, not taking anything from, from sacredtext.com, but... From what I've seen of the ones I downloaded, they're, they're not paginated very well. Like, they're, hmm. you know, they're not translated, not translated, but like there's like weird gaps. And like what, one of the ones I got had like, I think they just, I think they just ran like 
text recognition on it, but I think the document had like those fancy G's and whatever at like the beginning of sentences, you mm-hmm. know, like the kind of the fancy letter. So it was just kind of this like, blah, 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 blah. Here is the, you know, like it, like it kind of <laughs> blumbles up the word there into shitty, shitty, shitty here. So, yeah, but it, 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 they might be awesome on there. I don't know, but it seems, uh, the ones I saw, but I, yeah, sacredtext.com is amazing. If you, uh, want some random, you know, if you want to read, I read the Enuma Lesh from there too. And that's, um, uh, that's another one that's that's much better if someone just tells you what's in it. Yeah. Like, it's, oh boy, is it whew, boring. <laughs> Again, that's what's kind of nice about um, the uh, ancient aliens and shows like that where they kind of, uh, you know, condense it. But uh, there's a lot of it. I shouldn't say a lot, but there are many examples on that show where what they're referencing isn't so much true. Like in the in the quote unquote sacred texts, uh, there's a like you know that whole the Nephilim, that they're yeah the ones who came down from above the Anunnaki and all that shit that they talk about on the show constantly, uh, that yep. you know through Zachariah Sitchin, uh, there's multiple translators that <clears throat> say none of that's in the text, like not that Sitchin even kind of messed up the translation a little bit, but it's uh he completely made the story up. Like, he had that story in his head, so he translated these tablets to mean that. But if you just do a straight translation, they, it's not there. Like You had mentioned that on a previous show as well. And I, oh, yeah. I at the time, I had just finished reading Eric Von Donneken's book, like his first book. Yeah. Uh, is that Chariots of the God? Footprints of the God? Yeah, yeah, Chariots, yeah. Of, Chariots of the God. And that, Footprints I, of the God was Graham Hancock. Oh, that's Graham Hancock. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Right. yeah. Did, please, let me please apologize to Mr. Hancock and everybody else. I do not mean to associate you with Eric Von Daniken. <laughs> I know you're very polite to him, but I hold you in much higher regard. <laughs> yeah, but you had mentioned that, and I looked into that, and it's it's literally like ev- everything that everybody's going off of is literally some shit some dude just wanted to make up. Yeah, it's not there. It's it's really, not yeah. there at all, at all, at all. It's It's, it's really fucking weird, like... There's one of the more damning evidence I saw of that is uh, that uh, the guy I was telling you about was uh, Michael Heiser. And he does this video where he basically just goes through and looks up every instance of Anunnaki. And he looks up like, you know, uh, I said this last time. Yeah, we did talk about this. But like he looks up everything uh, fucking Zachary uh, uh, Sitchin says in that book, just tries to cross reference it. And just most, if not all of it, isn't there. And the few references that are there aren't the story he's telling. And then if you go further into it, like all the stories are based on it. So like the... Um, You've seen that, um, uh, I think it's uh, Syrian, maybe, Mesopotamian, that uh, wall relief where it says, look, they show the eight planets. I'm sure you've seen it. They play it on uh, uh, Mm -hmm. those ancient aliens type shows. That's not that. Um, There's, like, literally hundreds of other reliefs of their interpretation of what they thought the solar system was. And it was all of the star, it was all the planets they they could see with the naked eye. The the symbol for star that they claim to be in the center there, the, the big circle that's supposed to be the sun, that's not the symbol for star for them. The symbol for star is a completely different symbol. Like that, that relief isn't, it isn't that like, it's just, it's complete horseshit. They just looked at it and said, eh, that'll fit. But there's hmm. literally hundreds of other examples showing like literally it's a, it's a, it's a relief that says, this is what we think is the solar system. And then it shows the, the visible stars that are visible with the naked eye and this big star looking <laughs> fucking thing in the middle. That's the sun. But there's no, like, there's no, like, it just, but there's that one that sort of looks like it. So it becomes this, yeah. So that show, although at times is really neat and gives you footing to look cool stuff up from, it is, there's, there's, there, a lot of it is based, and it's not really the show's fault, but a lot of it goes back to Sitchin and 
it's just not true. You know, it's just not. How there. can you not? How can you say it's not the show's fault? Well, it's definitely the show's fault. <laughs> well, okay. Let me. Yeah. Okay. You're right. But maybe maybe I need to word this slightly better. What I mean is, it's based on a lot of people believe that Sitchin actually translated the shit. Working under that assumption, that shows fine because there is a theory that says these things. Now it's not a good theory. It's not a theory that can be proven by the text they're referencing, but they do say that these texts were translated by Sitchin. So it's not that the show isn't lying. The show isn't doing a bad job of presenting the theory. It's just that the theory is founded on really just shitty footing. And so it's not really the show's fault. It's more the, the the show gets ratings by presenting something stupid. Like, it's not the show's fault if they do a Loch Ness monster show because people do believe in that shit. But it's not there. You're never going to find it, but people are going to watch that they do it. So don't blame the show. It's just, it's a thing. And they're doing, you know, they're doing a good enough job talking about the theory. It's just the theory is mostly horseshit. And a lot of it is based on this like kind of wacky translation that apparently was just made up. Yeah, I see that with a lot of TV shows. They'll present cases still like Nessie and shit like that, and people automatically start bagging on it. They're just like, oh, God, they're doing Bigfoot again. I'm just like, well, why don't you shut up and appreciate that they're still talking about this shit? Yeah. It was hard, it was hard enough to find when we were growing up. And, you know, no, no matter what caused or what you think about the big old paranormal boom that happened, you know, five or six years, ten years ago, but it's cool that people are talking about it. You have to get past the whole. That's one thing I, I noticed about talking to a lot of different paranormal investigators and groups and shit like that. They're all fucking rock stars. Even if <laughs> even if they have like an agreement on something, they'll start bashing each other. So the tables turn to where it looks like they thought of that first. It's just bullshit. They're all fucking tattoo artists to me. They're all fucking full of shit. They want to do coke and sit around all day. They don't want to do shit. And that's, it's sad that it's, I don't know. I don't understand how fucking, how cool is it for you to say that you can talk to ghosts? For other people, it's not cooler for them than it is for your fucking self. It's just like a fancy conversation starter. And yeah. that's what that whole fucking field's become. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm a little... I'm actually not as forgiving about like I wish the boom didn't happen. Um, Me too. Because I, like, but but still, it's people like younger people are investigating it, and I got a lot of younger cousins, and I I definitely can appreciate a fresher mind looking at the shit. But they're looking at it based on these really shitty shows instead of it's yeah. really like it's like right now. If if I were a young man, I don't know that I would have the ability to figure out what I know about how shitty Ancient Aliens is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, like, I know it's funny, but, like, literally, how would you find out? Like, thank God I, agree. I was, like, I agree. I'm the age that I have, one, the, the, the scholarly background that I know how to do research without just trusting the first Google result. And if you want to research any of this stuff, most of the first results are that level of bullshit, ancient aliens thinking, not, not any kind of scholarly or actually, like, you know, not, I don't even want to say scholarly, but at least, like well thought out well well researched stuff like it's all at least challenged research you know yeah or just something research not looking at the shit that your other friends that are on the same symposium are like all the ancient aliens people like sukalos and fucking uh um 
uh, what's that other guy? The 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 other really horrible one. The 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 modern Indiana Jones. That dude. Uh, oh God. Childress. Um, yeah, David, David yeah like it's all their all their research is just reading their friends books it'd be like it'd be like me saying i'm an expert at radio because i listen to all my other friends podcasts it's like yeah it's because we're just sitting around jerking each other off it's like we're not bringing anything new here like th- you can't you have to have outside research and they're all just kind of yeah you know, just circling the same bowl for the most part so it's really tough i don't know how you do it if you're a kid of how do you how do you how do you even know that you're meant to wade through this stuff like I think the theory to them is that like, that's what ancient alien theory is. And it's like, well, that sucks. Cause there's a lot of, like, if you're a critical thinker that you're going to go, Oh, this is bullshit. And you're just not going to look into it. Well, when we were young, it wasn't as polluted with a lot of the, I mean, it was, of course, there was a lot of horseshit, but it wasn't as polluted. So you could actually research yourself to figure out what the weirdness was. Like it was more, you know, the great pyramid was a mystery. All right. Now figure it out. Now it's the Great Pyramid is a power plant. The Great Pyramid was a fucking was a thing that shot lasers to the stars. The Great Pyramid is the belt of blah blah blah. The Great Pyramid. So by the time you, you have to wade through forty pages of Google results before you get to anything that's even remotely like, oh okay, this is what I wanted to read about. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it makes me a little sad. Uh, I, I, I mean, but this goes great to the fucking devil concept. Is we're doing we're living. This is great. We're living in the world that I just described with ancient aliens, with the world about the devil is look how much research we look how much we work we have to do just to figure out that the story we told that we were told doesn't even fucking exist it's bullshit <laughs> it's it's we're, we were told the Zachariah Sitchin version of the devil it doesn't exist <laughs> hell's not there it's it's the anunnaki don't exist hell isn't in the fucking book like it's it's the whole thing is horseshit and it took us till i mean i think you're all in your 30s right we're, like we we had to get old to figure this shit out i mean it's, <laughs> so you know, it just I don't know how you do that as a, as a young man or young woman growing up now of let's face it, young man, there's no chicks in this field. But trying to <laughs> trying to wage your way through that of, you know, back in the 70s, it's like, all right, I just ignore the people that believe in pyramid power. Now it's actual scholarly research. Now it's boots on ground archaeology. You know, now you have to just oh, it's yeah, it's tough. And, you know, same as the devil, same as a lot of this other stuff. So it's the second it's <clears throat> if I was still if I was in high school and had this thought, I would think that this is a conspiracy to hide the truth because he used to be a big conspiracy theorist. Is that they've they've inundated the field with garbage, so there's no way to wade through it enough to actually find out whatever the you know whatever the actual truth is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that would actually makes sense. They, if you look in the UFO field, that the government has done shit like like look up, um, fuck, I think his name's last name Doty, um, but he was really big in the UFO field and he gave a lot of information to people and he claimed it was from an inside source. And then he went, he showed up at a UFO conference one time and just admitted that he had been running a disinformation campaign for the government for X amount of years. And he gave such and such, I don't remember what people, but like pretty prominent names, he gave them a lot of information and a lot of it was bullshit. And then like he just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Oh, no shit. Uh, I don't think I've heard about that one. Not the, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. that shit happens, but I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that either. That's very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. But so who knows? Maybe, we, maybe we just stumbled on something here. Maybe this is the, you know, maybe there is a some grain of truth in the ridiculous, elaborate. They came to the Earth to get gold to get their atmosphere to work again, and yada yada. Maybe there's one tiny little minuscule grain of truth 
and somewhere, you know, in some fucking deep corridor of the CIA, there's like an alien just going, shut them the fuck up, shut them up. They're going to find out. You know, <laughs> like we left like three batteries under the Great Pyramid. So you don't no, get them. No, shut them up now. I need you to get a guy with puffy hair and some fat guy with a dumb Indiana Jones hat. I need them to talk for nine seasons. Go now. Chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> and thus Ancient Aliens was born. <laughs> you know, Giorgio Sukalis was a bodybuilding competition promoter yeah yeah it was like a gym or something yeah he's good friends with arnold schwarzenegger yeah that's hilarious yeah he's another one of those that's did we talk about um we may have brought this up uh, at another time i was on the show but that um debunking ancient aliens uh thing that's on yeah. youtube we we did talk about that and i watched it and then me and you had talked about it. i think you might have even mentioned it on show that there's a debunking debunking ancient aliens video yeah so i i didn't get to check that out but there's one thing i loved about that video was how Giorgio sukalis wears his little airplane pin and he sells it on his website and that guy's like yeah check this fish out that was in the river that's so- exactly what i was just about to say what a <laughs> and it's all if you guys might have seen it and you guys will say well holy shit that really looks like an airplane and i'll say guys that really looks like a fucking airplane we'll wait till you see this fish there's no fucking mistake yeah. that was and i'm not I, I i'm kind of like there's a few words i'm kind of weird with and i don't like saying you know the b word uh, the the female dog word but Oh my God, was that a bitch slap to Giorgio Sokolos? Like, never has someone gotten the back of someone else's hand so strongly on video. Damning, damning statement. And uh, yeah, that made me really happy. Uh, but yeah, the um, the debunking in the debunk uh, apparently wasn't, that's not even, I, I couldn't find it. I found one letter by Philip Coppins who pointed out like a couple of things and then mostly just kind of said, uh, this is wrong. Uh, you, you know, you're not really doing anything here. Like it was kind of like a half-hearted argument. Um, and then Phil Coppins died shortly after. So I think maybe the reason I'd heard of the debunk debunk is that he had just died. So they wanted to kind of like make a thing out of it. Like, oh, look, he did one last great thing before he passed away or whatever. Hello. Hey, yeah, I think I just exploded. Um, do I have both of you now? I don't know how this works. I'm here. I don't know if he is. Oh, I think I just called you. I don't know how to call both of you. Um, here, I'll be yeah, Ada. Just call me. All right, I'm gonna hang up. I'll call you back. All right. Hello. Hey. All right. Who do we got here? Um, I'm here. I don't know if Mateo is though. I mean, it looks like Mateo is having a line going up him. According to my screen, there's a bouncing line going through the legs of a slender man, and he's gone. Yeah. Yep. Call failed to him. What just happened? His computer must have crapped out on him. That's not fun. Oh, my te- I'm going to send him a text. How do you call two people at once, by the way? You um, click on one of them, and then you know how, like, down the left-hand side, you'll have your list of contacts? Yeah. And then when when you click on one, the right side of it has, like, their face, and you can call them or do whatever. If you click and drag another person in it'll create a group call oh cool okay yeah i never had to do that before and i was like and it'll then it'll just say call group and then you just yeah. click that <clears throat> yeah i don't know what's going on with mateo i think he exploded well that would stink yeah since you were gone huh weird well the fun Technology. thing is i have no idea what the hell we we're talking about when that went away i know i was yapping about something somebody's put a curse on this mic we need to find out who 
That's yeah, I wish I knew. Not that good of a yeah. curse. I mean, you lasted an hour twenty of, you know, of, of since we answered. So it's not. It's certainly certainly not an uh, an effective curse. That's true. Which, by the way, since I do know your uh, your your good luck and wonderful uh, technology, I do have a backup recording if you lose any of it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. You know, it's um every show. It's it's not so much recording. just you guys, but I um, I I historically have uh, destroyed other podcasts every time I've guested on. Not every time, <laughs> but I've like if if I've if I've been on ten shows, probably like three and a half of them somehow had some kind of horrible problem and then ended up becoming unusable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks. We've only had issues with you the first time. The oh, yeah, that's first true. Time you're... Yeah. Oh, and that was just regular, like, shitty internet issues. No, this was like, yeah. one time I had, like, somebody's recorder, like, you know, just stopped working and just deleted the whole file. Actually, that happened twice with two different people. Oh, that sucks. We actually just did a show with people from Paranormal Review Radio. They're like an actual paranormal investigative team. Awesome. Really, like, two and a half hour conversation. My computer fucking took a dump. And I had to restore it to the factory settings, so I stopped and saved everything to a USB card, restored it, plugged it back in, and it's like, hey, the new version of Audacity does not read the fucking type of file at all, so it's gone. Goodbye. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah it was just gone. Uh, uh, not, not for nothing, but have you already deleted that USB key, USB card? No. Because um, you can probably download from, if you type into Google, uh, do like, old versions of software audacity you can you generally can download older versions of shit uh there's like mm -hmm. you know kind of hacker groups and weird shit like they're not hacker groups but like kind of software nerds so theoretically you could probably get an old version if that's the issue and see if you can't get it to read that way that's true actually mike i wanted to tell you uh lucy's saying saturday yeah yeah all right cool i don't think i've got anything going on saturday night you're gonna go to a bunch of mo concerts yeah, next week. That's fucking awesome. How how many are you going to in that week? Just two. They're um, doing two nights, Valentine's Day and the day after. It's, now, it's just the band gay or everybody in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> or is this, this is a different kind of mo? What what kind of mo are you talking about? I was thinking of the hoe variety. Oh, no, I got it. No, it's... um. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I I know I know I know of the band. I just uh, every time I oh, every time know, I okay. hear it, I just it where I grew up, the term "mo" was that it, it was unequivocally that it was you were not going to be talking about a band anytime soon. I mean, maybe uh, like the Starland Vocal Band or something. That's pretty funny because I'm from 1804. Um, yeah, not not to yeah okay whatever. Um, I'm not umming anymore. You guys talk stuff. I got I don't even remember <laughs> the hell we were talking about. So what? All right, we've we've. Uh, Basically said work of fiction, mixing stories. Uh, yeah, Mariah Carey. <laughs> well, the last thing we left off at was when we cut <clears throat> out was Alex saying basically bitch slapped. Georgia. Oh, yeah. Bitch slapped Giorgio. Yeah. So that, say, say, say at the same level of gusto, bitch slap Giorgio. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose I could. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Now, now I'm a little, and I'm a little gun shy. I'm not performing that way. But either way, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a, just a complete fucking destruction of, uh, of, uh, Giorgio Tsoukalos and that stupid pin with the, uh, with the fish on it. Cause yeah. Jesus Christ, is that exactly that fish? Like, wow, exactly. is that that fish? Yeah. <laughs> the videos are kind of long, but they're definitely worth watching. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the debunking uh, ancient aliens. The, like the full video is like three, four hours or whatever. But um, I like uh, I was watching it. I don't watch a lot of like that level of stuff. I don't tend to like sit down and watch. Like it's just kind of like on while I'm doing something else. Because one, I don't really care about a lot of it. Because like unless it's like ridiculously damning, like like the fish pin thing. Who cares? I mean, you can care, but it's like if it's gonna take you ten minutes to explain why they're wrong. It's not going to be a really great thing to say to somebody that, like, believes in that. But if you go, the pin's a fucking fish. Look, here's the picture. Then it's, you know, that's <laughs> that's one of the parts you, like, really want to pay attention to. Yeah. Well, I'm going to look at my notes then. You look at your notes, buddy. Yeah, no, actually, I think I already said everything. Most of my notes are actually all shit I knew. I just wanted to make sure I remembered the words, uh, the uh, the names of stuff. Like, um, um, Satan uh, being, being um, the thing that Mike already said the accuser or whatever yeah yeah which is in my notes somewhere i can't find it but i never remember that as i just demonstrated uh so i took a note and then you already said it so i didn't fucking look but uh yeah for some reason i have trouble with that because it's the adversary or the the uh there's another one right the the accuser and there's an the bringer of light right well that's lucifer, lucifer. i mean yeah. like the, yeah the, no the... it's it's the accuser and the adversary yeah the the satan yeah yeah tempter that's the other word i was thinking of but that's like, uh, that's New Testament, you know, 40 days in the desert kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I really... Think... The only other thing I had was the uh, the Koran's version of of uh, the fall of Lucifer or the devil or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's, they I, just... I was going to say, yeah, the Koran actually has a story like that in it, doesn't it? Yeah. And their story is actually a little bit different. Um, Lucifer, or God wanted the angels to bow to Adam after he created Adam. And Lucifer kind of scoffed at the notion because this was basically just a thing that God created out of clay, you know, to uh, from from their perspective, that would be like that your father building a doll and saying, you know, that this doll is now in, in charge of you. Absolutely. Or even just like him <clears throat> being able to create anything and then him creating a plant and being like, well, this plant's ass you have to kiss. <laughs> yeah. So Lucifer was like basically he he scoffed at the idea and um thought that God had gone insane. So he gathered up a group of his angels, uh, angels that you know were loyal to him, I guess. And he was like, "Listen, God's going insane. He can't rule anymore. We need to take over." And then they they made the attempt and uh God was like, "No, I'm not insane and now you're going to hell." Yeah, that brings up uh, that's a, that's a, brings up another thing. I know, I think I've said this to you guys before as well, but the, the Gnostic Christian belief that Yahweh, like the God that we know as God, is actually Satan, the evil one. Yeah, is that he was essentially this this kind of psychotic incest uh, baby that uh, kind of you know uh, ran away from the other kind of major gods of the universe and created the world, and that's what we understand as like the Jewish God. So the their view is more that you're you're kind of you're supposed to rebel against that god like more uh more so it's almost like satan like in the story you just mentioned like satan would be the hero like i mean right. he's, you're you're meant to be like oh like holy shit like we have this demented thing um you know running the universe you know we 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 gotta take him the fuck out so uh that's kind of interesting that the the islamic tradition picked that up because that's i mean uh gnosticism does come a little bit at, like it's, it's kind of simultaneous plus a little bit of the new testament like 
the early books, the first books that were written down in the New Testament are like, you know, a little bit before the kind of Gnostic tradition. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, uh, Islam, which comes, you know, a few hundred years after, has a, a kind of overlay to it, you know? Yeah. But it is kind of interesting that God could be the devil. So the, like, heavy metal music actually could be, like, Good. Christian music. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, heavy yeah. metal is actually, like, the most, like, it's the heavenly choir of angels. Like, it's it's worshiping the actual true, the real uh, creator, the, the benevolent God that's trying to kick out the evil weirdo that, you know, washed the world and for some reason made his son die inexplicably. Yeah, that's another part of the story that doesn't really make sense. Oh, the dying for his sins thing? Yeah. Yeah, I remember dying for our sins. Yeah. Well, there's um uh, another one of the uh at the time stories. Well, okay, there's multiple things going on here, but uh let me break this down because this is actually super interesting. There's uh the Greek story is um it's Dionysus who uh was nailed to a cross. And there's a lot of overlap between the two characters. In fact, if you look at old Greek tokens you'll see this figure with long hair nailed to a cross. It looks exactly like an early Christian figure. But Wasn't Dionysus. Dionysus the god of wine and Yeah, it's a little bit partying. later, though. Like, there's, is there more to it, though? That's what I thought, too, but apparently there's a bunch more to it. Um, well, I mean, even if that's the case, it still makes a parallel with Jesus, the water to wine thing. I think that, that actually has... Like, I think, actually, there is something there, too. Like, there's a whole bunch yeah. of it. I, would, I didn't do all the research. I found a book that um, seemed really interesting that talked about it. and But the book won me over because the cover is this coin with a picture of Jesus on the cross. I mean, it's just Jesus on the cross. And then the big reveal is that this is from 300 years before Jesus. You know, it, it's that's just... Awesome. That's an overlap of the story. But the reason they did that is, to, again, to try to get the Greeks over and that the real... The kind of the real action is that Jesus essentially... Like, he either lived or the whole story was fabricated. Like, that's why they took him down after a few hours. Like, it wasn't enough time to kill anybody on a cross. Like, the, the, the whole thing was kind of fabricated to kind of... Because there was a story going around that there was going to be a Messiah, like, and he dies that way, they kind of overlapped the two and kind of fudged the numbers a little bit. Which makes sense that the early story, Jesus doesn't um, doesn't arise again. Like, if you look at the early Gospels, the first one's written down. Jesus doesn't rise up after three days. He just dies on a cross. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember for certain, but isn't it in only one of the Gospels where they talk about a resurrection? I know Luke is one of them. Luke is the weird one. Like, Luke should be thrown out. It's one of those weird ones that's written a whole shitload later, and that's where all the weird crap happens. But I think Luke and, like, one more talk about the resurrection— but, like, the earliest ones, if you actually look at, like, I don't remember which ones are earliest. I think, like, Matthew. Um, maybe it's Mark. It's one of the M's. But uh, if you look at the early ones, the resurrection isn't there. Like, it's, it's that's not part of the mythos. And then, so if you watch it, because then you can actually see that Persian Greek influence start coming in. So then when they write down their narrative, they go, oh, yeah, you know, it's weird. Remember that Dionysus guy? No, actually, Jesus did that. You know, funny story. Here, check this out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those, yeah, it's one of those kind of my God's bigger than your God thing. So by the time the story gets, you know, the official one, all of a sudden it's this. I mean, essentially, if you look at Jesus, he's Horus and and uh, and Dionysus and, you know, uh, and Mithras. If you take those three stories and combine them without Jesus ever existing, take those three stories, just slam them together in some kind of story slam together device. Well, there's even stuff reminiscent of Buddha as well. In the in the Jesus. Oh yeah, that's just, yeah that's yeah that's some of the, like the teaching stuff, which that's a and the the temptation. Yeah. Um, the three temptations and the 
there's another parallel too between them. I can't think of what it was right now. Yeah. The reason I kind of don't go that way is because it's a little bit harder to argue. Um, because the one I was saying, like those three, if you combine them, like literally the other side, you spit out the Jesus story, A to B, the narrative of his life. You know, born around animals, uh, wise people, you know, said he was great, hung out with scholars, then he started teaching scholars really early, the whole thing. A to B, stem to stern, it's the story. The reason I don't bring Jesus into that, if I talk about it, the reason I don't bring Buddha into that, because, like, it's possible there was, like, trade routes open and, like, that story could have overlapped. Not even possible, it's probably probable. But that's a lot harder and gets really complicated. So I just say, it's just like, eh, fuck it. I could, like, if all three of those combined to have Jesus spit out, I'm fine with just leaving Buddha on the side. Like, he doesn't really need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's a story that uh, during the missing years of Jesus, he pops over to India and and essentially learns Buddhism. There's um, this really crazy, uh, well, not crazy, but uh, there's a, there's a, in India, there's uh, Jesus's resting place. I don't know if you've seen that before. Um, it's a Jesus after he faked dying on the cross ends up in, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm echoey. Is that me? I didn't hear an echo. Oh yeah. Echo was on my me side. neither. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Jesus, uh, uh, fakes his own death. He ends up in India and he becomes like, Oh, his name. I escapes me. Essentially this dude comes in from, uh, comes in from the West or whatever. He comes in from the, uh, you know, the middle East area. And uh, the, the story in that area in India says it's uh, the son of Joshua, the teacher, the teacher, the son of Joshua uh, showed up. Uh, he has uh, holes in his feet and hands and he ends up teaching in, uh, in India, uh, just kind of retires. You know, does, he's a farmer or whatever, lives to his like 80s and uh, gets buried. His tomb's still there. You can go and visit it. And uh, the kind of plaque, the inscription in the front is, uh, is the imprint of his feet, supposedly. And there are two holes offset in the middle of his soles like where a nail would go through if you're being crucified oh wow yeah um i can't think of his name it's uh ashen s ah, i can't think of it if you look up uh uh you know uh, jesus retires in india or something like that you'll find it but yeah there's you can go see the shrine the only thing is it kind of got taken over because the muslims showed up there it's like kind of muslim town now so they kind of uh, uh fucked it up a little bit but yeah apparently like underneath whatever the muslim shrine is there's I, I guess the body's still supposed to be there, but yeah, there's a story and, it, and it's a pretty old story that, uh, yeah, after the, after the quote unquote crucifixion, he shows up over there and, you know, ends up his life being a, being a teacher. So that'd be, you know, that's a, that's a, for me, a much better ending. Cause yeah, as much of his followers suck a dick, Jesus seemed kind of cool. <laughs> well, his followers blow, but I mean, Jesus was like, treat everybody cool. Turn the other cheek. Like if you got some shit, give it to your friends. Like, like a lot of his stuff is pretty good. Like he, he was, he was treated women equally. He's, you know, the, it's the least of you is equal to me. Like I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of a lot of the stuff he said, just like everything else, just really dumb around it. Yeah. Just give it, give it to, uh, any idea to humans to instantly make it more worthwhile to them. Yeah. There's the, uh, I don't know if I've told you guys before about this, cause it's one of the things I love talking about, but the Jefferson's Bible, uh, the Thomas Jefferson are, you know, a great, founding father he took the bible and literally took a fucking knife to it and just cut out the shit jesus said like or no, sorry he cut out the miracles and basically all the extraneous shit and essentially just left the stuff jesus said in the parables and he said that's the bible that's all you need you don't need any of that other shit it's real, oh, like well. and this is like a founding father so anyway that says <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this is a christian country i'm gonna go fucking i'll point you in that direction son like no it wasn't <laughs> This is a thinker's country, and he recognized the thought behind it. <laughs> but yeah, it's in, um, you know, uh, 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 wherever the hell the name of his fucking house is. It's in the museum there. Mont, Mont, 
Montpelier? No, whatever. Mon something. Wherever the fuck Jefferson hung out. <laughs> it's so many people are listening. They're screaming at me. It's Mon something. Mike, you should know this. You, you're out that way. Mike. I think Mike Mike, Mike fell asleep. Oh. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hello. Oh, you guys couldn't hear me. No. Not at all. Not for a while. Oh, that's weird. Skype can suck my dick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, Mike, do you know the name of Jefferson's house over on the East Coast? I do not. Oh. I don't know it. No. It's Mont something. Oh, that bothers the fuck. Hey, whatever. Um, we'll, we'll call it Mont Jefferson. No, it's like uh, uh, Mount Vernon is, 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 is uh, Washington. Washington. Jefferson was like, I'm looking it up now. It's bothering me. Anyway, yeah, you can go look at his Bible. Mont that's interesting. I've never heard that before. I want to definitely see that. Yeah, it's um yeah, you can look at it. actually I think they have it scanned in so you can actually look at like read the Jefferson Bible. But uh Oh wow. Yeah, I mean essentially I mean really all it is he just he just shopped Monticello, that's it. Oh, I was expecting both of you to go, Oh, okay, yeah, but Monticello. No, not yeah. at all. Okay. There's more Mike. It's it's one of those things that it's it, well, I grew up on the East Coast, I just remember seeing that sign. If you're one of those people that drives around the East Coast a bunch, I just remember seeing Monticello, the stupid sign and going, Oh, well, that's some boring place. That I'm never going to go to, but I was aware that it was, you know, Jefferson's house. No, honestly, like the only drive I've gone to New Jersey a few times and uh, Pennsylvania a few times and Massachusetts once. Other than that, I haven't been anywhere in the Northeast. Uh, I've gone up and down that stupid coast a whole bunch of times. Not all the way up, like where it gets all cold in Canada. I haven't been up there all that many times, but like Maine. Yeah, I think I've been in Maine like once, but uh, pretty much Maine to Florida. I've, I've got all that covered a whole bunch of times. That was really interesting. Yeah, I've, I've driven down to Florida before, but no, I, I don't go north. Yeah, there's no reason to. No, no offense to people in the north. It's just, you live in a stupid place and you should move. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that with Mike's cousin on the last Nerd Alert Monthly. and Jeez, man. Nature, God, whatever you want to believe in, does not want you to inhabit that area. Dude, we're getting pounded with snow right now. Like, we've gotten probably 10 inches in the past 24 hours. Damn. Yeah. And then we're supposed to get another snowstorm this weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, that's No, that's it's not. Fun. Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Uh, I'm really glad I don't live around that anymore. Those, I did yeah. post on Twitter. I think, I think Mikey may have responded, but I was walking home from work today. And although it was quite windy, but it was like 30 degrees out you know, uh, Fahrenheit. But it was windy, so it's probably like, I don't know, low 20s, like actually, you know, what it feels like. But I was mm-hmm. cold as fuck. I was like shivering, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I'm like trying to like get home really quick. And I was like really freaking out. And I was like, man, I have become a, just a straight up wussy. Like my East Coast <laughs> self would just beat me to snot. Like what I, I was, I was like, I can't believe what's happened to me. Like I was actually like, oh, I hope I don't get sick from this. Like, I mean, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was really because I, I, I lived in cold. Cold was fine. Now I'm just like, oh, 30, tee hee, let me pull my skirt down so i keep some warmth in like oh <laughs> i've lived in california my whole life i think i've left california maybe twice and i'm and i'm good yeah wow. i mean other than like uh the people uh california seems nice <laughs> and yeah, the... i've often thought about leaving california mainly because of the people yeah it seems nice i mean i don't know. i don't really like like hot i'm fine with you know 70s okay once it gets like once anything starts with an eight, it's like fuck that. See, I'm the same way. I prefer cold to heat. I would. I want to move to Alaska and be a fucking fisherman. I don't give a shit. But I, I don't need it to be all super hot. I do worse in the heat than I do in the cold. Yeah, I used to say that, and now I'm. 
Now I'm like just kind of bad and cold and bad in heat. <laughs> you have no choice. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I, all my notes are done. I think we covered the fucking topic. We have. Guys, if you could sell your soul to the devil for anything, what would you do it for? Another soul. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's like a wish for five more genies. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best I got, too. Uh, no, I, I absolutely would not sell my soul in any way, shape, or form, because if the devil appeared to me and said, would you like to sell your soul, I would immediately drop my knees and genuflect and then uh, apologize to God repeatedly over and over <laughs> again, because um, although right now I think his story is fucking stupid, and when I get up there, if I get up there, I would very much like to re- refer myself to him as a copy editor. Me, maybe me and Jefferson could sit, to, sit down, like, really get this <laughs> shit right. Because he imbued me with the logic to realize his book is fucking shit. Uh, but if there was a devil there, that would therefore prove there's a god. And uh, I, the reason I don't like god is because of the logic and the stupidity of it. But if he's actually there, well, then it's kind of like a, it's kind of like calling your mom a cunt. It's like... Well, no, don't do that. Like you, you have to have some respect. You know, I, like my my belief that he doesn't exist is one. He wrote the book five thousand years after other people were doing shit, so that's a little weird. And then two, illogical. You know? <laughs> so selling my soul, absolutely not. I, 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 that would be like the worst thing if a devil ever wanted my soul. The worst thing he could do is offer <laughs> to, to fucking buy it from me. I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> really? Our Father, our heaven, hallowed be thy name. I don't really remember all the words. Just fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really am. Let me give you... I don't have any money, but trust me, I've devoted my life to charity. I'll shave my head in one of those weird monk horseshoes and get a brown robe and just, you know, I'll be the St. Alex of Assisi and just have, like, you know, squirrels running on me. <laughs> oh, on that note, though, um, if this is still a part of the episode, everybody should go to paranormalpeopleonline.com and uh, get uh, at 14 writer. Martin J. Clemens It's the greatest man that's ever existed. He is. I call him dad in private. That's weird. I call him Sam Squanch. That makes that makes a lot more sense because the dad thing is I I I mean, unless he matured early, I really don't think he, I mean he's. I call old. Venom from Marvel dad. So yeah, but Venom from Marvel is probably old enough to be your dad. <laughs> Not really. Actually, I think Venom from Marvel is from the nineties. Yes, he is. No, I meant I meant the the Eddie Brock slash the symbiote from the planet. Uh, yeah, where that's, they yeah, that's from the nineties. No, I meant like I mean no, I meant in the continuum. Oh, because it attached to in 90, you know, let's say it's, you know, 92. Peter Parker was what, 20 years old. So, you know, yeah, plenty. That's true. Like I'm saying in the fictional world, not, you know, because then because then your dad would actually be whatever writer came up with the idea. Martin, I want answers. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. Why are you my dad, Martin? Yeah. How did this happen? Martin J. Clemens, we demand this thing. We've now, <laughs> we've sat here and we've proven, one, there is no devil, and two, inexplicably, somehow the devil is Mariah Carey. We are men that demand <laughs> answers. We know that there's fish pins, and we know that you somehow are Mateo slash Venom's dad. <laughs> you need to come on and explain yourself, sir. Yes. But we're, we're putting our foot down now. This is this is hard-hitting journalism right here. We don't call it the what cast because we don't ask questions. The what's for you, not us, dicks. <laughs> well, I'd like Maybe to thank the devil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Inglorium Satanum, everybody. Uh, or Satani, or whatever. Ave Satani. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I, you know, here's the, here's the thing about that one is... I I like ruining my show by singing. I'm just like a, I'm 
I think I've been on your show enough that it's allowed now. But like I was like, a, I think, I'm, I think I'm so. a little I'm a little hesitant to ruin other people's show with my because I, I don't know how much people understand the 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 point of it is, is <laughs> the I'm not I'm not a singer. This this is not I'm not trying to put on a singing program. So uh, wait wait a second. <laughs> a I know it's shocking. <laughs> what? I know you're just been, been some pretty in-depth vocal numbers. <laughs> no, I I am one who sings. However, um, I, yes, it, it is one of the. I've actually been um, uh, called to task on this by a listener, and I I had I didn't know how to explain myself. I was like, but that's kind of the fun of it. Like it's it's not. It's like those first few episodes of um, of American Idol. Uh, Assuming they still do that, like where it's like the shitty singers that think they're really good, but this is the the knowing part of it. It, it that's the fun that's the whole like it's also you'll notice i've never tried to do a song that's within the range of my voice i always go either really low or really high i've never attempted like i could pull off um shane mcgowan maybe like a nick cave got that not saying well but i could fake it but no you go really high you go really low that's the point it's horribleness which is the joy that i take <laughs> but i don't want to you know i don't want to you know get all my horrible all up in your program Oh, it's it's welcome, my friend. <laughs> in that case, I shall do an acapella Carmina Bruna by Mr. Carlorf. <laughs> yes. Where in the world is... You know... Come on, Mike, jump in. No, because no, no one said do it, Rockapella. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. That was part of the joke you did. Oh, sorry. Would you like me go where, to Nashville where, where, or Norway or maybe down to Zimbabwe <laughs> or from Czechoslovakia and back? Or would you like me to run a scam in Pakistan or something in Scandinavia? Because you can tell me where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Look, I'm not saying I got all those words right, but I'm going to say I'm pretty happy with the amount I got right off the top of my head. <laughs> As am I. Yeah, that's, that was that's extremely impressive. impressive. Yeah, I, I, that was weird because if you had asked me before this how many words the Carmen Sandiego theme I remembered, I would have told you do it, Rockapella, and where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> Yeah, all I got is where the world's Carmen San Diego. Yeah. In Pasadena, something from Pasadena. Yeah, that might be after the part. Or maybe I just said the words wrong. I don't know. Whatever. The listeners can write in. Send oh. all your complaints to the alexcast.com. Yeah, it's, I mean, one of the downside of being, you know, creepy Uncle Basement is that, you know, you get to sleep whenever you want. Oh, oh, That's a downside? I didn't even tell you guys yeah, about I'll, this. I'll be a creepy uncle. What's, yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't tell you guys about this. I had this realization because I was talking to Martin the other day. Um, and obviously, this doesn't need to be on your show, but it's, you're, it's welcome for air. But, so Martin's got two kids. Uh, you two have got some kids. Um, I'm the fucking weirdo, creepy fucking basement friend. Like, I, I just realized, like, if we lived in the same area, I'd be the guy that your wife's friend goes, you really trust him with the kids? Like you really that, and he goes, no, he's fine. No, he's just a little weird. Try, no, he's great with the kids. Don't worry. It's like, oh God, I've become that guy, and I don't. I mean, I don't really have a problem with it, but the realization occurred to me, and I was like, oh, I gotta remember to tell them. Well, for me, I'm the only dude that has a fuck that has kids. Like I had friends tell me when I got married, like, fuck you, you're ruining your life, and then not talk to me anymore. Oh, that's fucked, that's up. fucked up. Yeah, just stupid idiots like that. Like, just one of the reasons why I left the band that I was in for so long is one day, I think my firstborn, she's six now, and I think she's about nine months old. I was, we, we, I had just gotten to practice, and I was setting up my shit, and I, her name's Blue. I said, dude, you guys, I told Blue something today, and she looked at me dead in the face and gave me a thumbs up, and it was just, it was funny. It was hilarious. And one of them looked at me and said, who's Blue? 
And I said, Holy I fucking, fuck. I said, I quit this fucking band. I told him that night. I said, let's start looking for another drummer. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a fucking cold ass thing. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That's that's the type of friends I had. But. And that's me saying this. Like I have friends that like my buddy Colin, he's got a kid that's mm-hmm. probably like a year old at this point uh, that I haven't seen yet. Um, but again, I'm creepy Uncle Basement, so it's I have an excuse. But uh, I I I at least would recognize her name if I heard it. Yeah, not that I know I, it off the top of my head. But I was blown away. I was like, "You're kidding me, right?" Yeah. I was like, "I remember when she was born and I was gone for three months." Yeah, that's... <laughs> and you guys sat here and did nothing. Wow. Yeah, that's like, that's pretty fucking impressive level of douchebaggery right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's California, guys. Oh, no, hate mail. Well, I mean, to be fair, if you want to get more hate mail and Mattel, you might be mad at me. But honestly, most of the time when I like musicians, they agree with me. Musicians are some of the worst people on the planet. It's music- they are. Musicians and actors are fucking terrible people. There's some amazing ones, mostly drummers. And I'm not kissing up to you because I think you used to play other instruments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my buddy uh, Ian is a drummer, like, and my old buddy Mike uh, from back on the East Coast was a drummer. And I've known other instrument players that were cool, but for the most part, musicians are fucking jerks. Like, they're just really, really self-centered jerks. Mm-hmm. I got nothing to follow it up with. I'm just, I if I have a prejudice in the world, it's like, if I know somebody's, like, in a rock band, I immediately go, eh, I mean... I'm not going to not talk to you, but my hopes aren't all that high right now. Yeah, I totally agree. Just when people, I meet people who are musicians now, I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, when I, my very first band that I was ever in, my brother, who's a lot older than me, I, like right now, he's probably like 45 and I'm 32. He's my half brother. So he's my dad's first marriage. He, he recorded our first album. And I remember the first day we set up, I got there early. And I fucking said, oh, shit, I forgot my hi-hats. I got to call my bass player and let him know to bring them. So I'm standing in the kitchen, and I'm leaving him a voicemail. I said, hey, James, bring my fucking hi-hats. I fucking forgot them later, and I hung up. And before I can hang up, I got slapped in the back of the head so hard, I sounded like I was in a fucking cave. And there was my brother, and he said, what did you say? And I said, what? He said, you didn't ask him to do anything. You just fucking told this guy to do something. And he said, this isn't your band. This is the band you're in. So that was the way I was taught to think about playing music, like, at fucking 14. Yeah. And I, I have no connection. I can't yeah. understand why people think they're so fucking awesome because they do something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, it's probably because they, they have a lot of sex with chicks. That's my thought. That, yeah. You know what? Even in high school, you tell a chick you're in a band, she doesn't give a fucking shit. That shit never works. Well, that's because you're a drummer. I mean, like, the important that's guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I did, have hair, I did have hair down on my butt then. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I meant, like, lead singers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what I like to refer to as, like, dot replaceables. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, yeah, I mean, Phil Gabriel, you know, you know, you know, some kind of Neil Peart or something. Yeah, sure, but for the most part, let's face it. <laughs> well, awesome, guys. Thanks for fucking staying up this late and chatting with us. Well, uh, thank you. Well, uh, th- I thank you, Mike, for staying up late. Uh, and Matteo and I, it's fucking ten twenty three, whatever. <laughs> yeah, a, a couple more hours to go. Yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. I just, I could, I probably gonna fucking watch some TV or something. Yeah, I just, uh, everything's good. Yeah, everything's cool. I'm gonna go worship the devil a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to summon Speaking the devil. Which, yeah. I, w- I was up last night till I don't know, like fucking one thirty or something. I go to bed and I'm looking through not through Netflix just looking and and you know how it gives you recommendations based on what you watch yeah i watch a lot of weird documentaries so like there's this whole section of like 
weird documentaries. Just so happens there's one about it's called Six 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 Revealed. So I fell asleep oh, I listening watched, to that. Oh, that's that was one of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. That was one of the worst yeah, documentaries ever made. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny, brother. I did the exact same thing. I was like, "Eh, I'll watch this. Maybe I'll go to sleep." And I was actually transfixed by how fucking terrible it was. Same yeah. here. I couldn't stop watching it because it was so fucking shitty. I think I got like 15, 20 minutes in, and I passed out. Lucky but you. I retained absolutely nothing because I was looking. <laughs> to, I was on Netflix earlier today, and I was looking at my, the recent recently watched and i'm like oh yeah i forgot i watched that last night and i retained absolutely nothing from it <laughs> but there's another one called uh I, I don't remember if it was netflix or amazon streamy thing but it's called like hidden america or something along those lines hidden united states something like that but uh it's this guy that's a geologist going around the united states and he's like we're at america stonehenge or trying to find the caves in the grand canyon that that kind of horse shit but it is it is a one man in ancient aliens where just every dumb idea is exactly true and it becomes overly grandized. So at one point he's looking through the, uh, the America Stonehenge in something New York or New Jersey. Actually, I think it's New York, right? Like, yeah, there? there's one. I don't know. It's the one by there, there's one in New York. And that's, I think the one we're talking it's cause I was in upstate New Jersey and it was somewhere around me, but, uh, he went there and, uh, this computer scientist goes, look, I found an archaeoastronomy lineup with this. And he goes, oh, dude, tell me. And he's trying to be like, all cool. It's like, check this out. Hip this. And he's like, the line goes straight through this into one of the stones at Stonehenge. And, oh my God. and I was like, oh, that's kind of cheesy, but all right. I mean, I guess theoretically it's sort of coincidence, like a, a little bit. But this is where it gets even worse. He goes, no, dude, it gets weirder. If you follow that line out, <laughs> look at where this line is. And he goes, is that? And he names some city I never heard of. And he goes, in Phoenicia, where all the Atlantis myths started? <laughs> he literally, it was, there was nothing fucking there. He just goes, in Phoenicia, where the Atlantis myths started? He was like, you just said, you just pointed at a fucking map and made something up. It, it was the equivalent of that Simpsons joke of going to the land of Rand McNally. <laughs> just, you just pointed at some fucking thing at a globe. It was, it's like the worst show oh, ever. So I watched like four episodes of it in a row because I was just fascinated. Wow. There was that one, what was that documentary that, that you had me watch, Mateo, with the, the oh God, weird the aliens, demons, and interdimensional. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking awful. Yeah, it was. They had some interest, like, the, it, for me, it was worth the watch because of a, a few pictures in there. You know, yeah, there were a cool, there were a couple of cool things, but when they were like, they were like, look, the way that this light shines and mixes with the shadow, you can see that it's this figure here, and then there's another one here, and you can only see him in the light and shadow, though. Like I'm like, yeah, it's called light and shadow. Yeah. Like, that's what you're seeing. Somebody definitely more excited about something than people who've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. That sounds good. Yeah. If you look in the dark and put enough filters on, you can see an alien. Yeah, you can also see a monster truck, a fucking ferry, a bottle of aspirin. It's like, yeah, what you're doing is called Photoshop. It's not filters anymore. If you have to run 30 of them in the dark to try to get something, yeah, you're just making it up. Well, basically what these people were doing, it was like it was like they uh, would would film an area or like take a picture and the way the light was combining with the shade. Like they would actually use physical lights that were there, like a street post, you know, the light coming from a, a, the light post in the middle of the street shining off of the back of a building mixed with shadow from a nearby tree. And they were basically it was like a, a, a Rorschach test. They're like, oh, but look here, you can see this, the profile of a face. And then 
if you if you wait a few minutes, it's gonna change shape. So it's a shape shifting entity that's oh, hiding God. within these shit. Like, <laughs> I'll send ridiculous. you. I'll send you the link to it. I think it's on Netflix still. Yeah, yeah, it I, is. I, I just yeah. saw it the other day. Yeah, so oh, cool. send me at least the name because I, I I at least want to get annoyed at it for a little bit. Yeah, it's fun to get annoyed at it because it's so weird. But then they, they, there's another part where they've got like this dude who's he he seems like he's just some stoner who hangs out in the desert that's um takes oh, people God. on petroglyph tours and has and, the like, fucking he, airbrushed that, hat of his company. Uh, yes. <laughs> the, the, like he'll just look at these petroglyphs and he'll be like, and if you look here, you can see this is a UFO of some sort. And like, like the guy's just—he's a stoner who hangs out in the in the desert. That's okay. that's what he is. It's ridiculous, but it's awesome. So check it out. Yeah, that's I. I, I that sounds uh, thanks. Two more hours of my life gone. I think it's only an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, forget all those books I was yeah. gonna write. <laughs> All right, kids, I got to go. Yes. All right, thank you, uh, boys, for talking, and uh, you have a, you know, a nice evening thing. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. You are more than welcome. <laughs>